On the 7th of October, for the week, Cloud Infrastructure Services, a global business line for Capgemini, will host its annual engagement week. Titled The Power of Mu, the week is an opportunity for all 20,000 CIS employees to enjoy a series of global and local events designed to engage, educate and inform. But what's the value of an engagement week and why is it necessary for both businesses and employees? In this podcast, we talk to the organisers of the event, Karen Grimmett, Global L&D Director for CIS, Martin Harper, Global Recruitment Manager, and Claire Holt, Communications Consultant and Project Lead, as they talk about their shared vision for this week of learning, engagement and talent attraction. They will give us some behind-the-scenes thoughts on what goes on into making a global event for 20,000 employees success. Welcome to everybody. So Claire, can you please share where the idea of the Power of New Week came from and the inspiration behind combining the resources of communications, learning and development and recruitment? Power of New Week is a global week for our 20,000 employees and we've got people across 15 different countries in multiple different time zones. And one thing they regularly tell us is that they want to hear more from our leaders. So we'll be running global webcasts on each of the five days across the week on a range of different topics uh, from automation and how to sell the cloud, from talent development and personal development to our how people can get a bit more involved in our CSR strategy. So there's a load of different subjects and a load of different topics, um, but all will be uh, hosted by senior leaders within our business or um, external speakers that we have brought in specially. So there's plenty of opportunities for people to get involved, to learn more about topics that are of interest to them, to get a broader skill base, um, but also to get connected with people locally. So there's plenty of local activities going on. So there's an opportunity for people to um, uh, hone their skills in a face-to-face environment as well as virtually, but also to get connected with their leaders on a local basis and also their colleagues. And Karen, what's your perspective on this? I just think that uh, it's a natural combination because we all work hand in hand to attract, retain our employees and to keep our current employees up to date with what's going on in the organisation. So it's perfectly natural for me that the three of us combine all of our efforts together during that week. Thanks, Claire and Karen. And from your perspective, Martin, where did the idea come from from a recruitment point of view? So from my perspective... Power of New Week's concept uh, is built on some projects that we ran through 2018 and early in 2019, which is our Global Recruitment of Women Events Weeks. So these were held to attract top female talent into the organisation, piloted late last year in quarter three, and ran globally in quarter one of this year with every country tailoring their events to meet the local market and attract as many of the top female talent we have, we knows out there to into our organisation. And can you share some of the events that are happening across the globe to support the power of New Week? Karen, what have you seen locally that's taking place? Well, as well as the global events, we've got lots of activities that are happening locally as well. That's a change we made last year because it really brought the week to life. Instead of many different virtual sessions, every country was tasked with doing something locally in their own region. Um, That's worked very, very well and got many more employees engaged. But 
we've just got so much going on locally. There's something for everyone if you want to be technical. Some countries are looking at certification. Others are looking at understanding our business better. But even something in Poland around our personal auras and how that impacts our behaviours in the workplace. So really very diverse set of offerings that people can make a pick and mix choice from. Yeah, I think I'd echo that. I think that the the diverse mix of global and local activities really does mean that wherever you sit within cloud infrastructure services, and we do have such a broad range of, of, of individuals from tech specialists to uh, HR people and finance and project managers uh, and delivery specialists, that there really is something for absolutely everybody. And, you know, I think I'd echo Karen's view, actually, that I think the guys in Poland have taken creativity to a whole new level. They're, for example, doing some, you know, they've got their leaders interviewed, um, imitating James Corden's carpool karaoke, which I think is really creative. Um, but we've got leaders hosting town hall sessions in the Nordics, the UK, France, Spain, India, Germany, you know, all, all across the globe, really, is an opportunity for our people to hear more from our leaders about, you know, the future of our business and how they can contribute more, you know, positively to, to our, our performance and our progress. Thanks, Claire. So thinking personally, what sessions are you really looking forward to enjoying? I think there's something every day that I'm quite looking forward to. Actually, I wish I was I'd got a trans a t- transporter that could take me to um, some of the local events. I think it would be great to be able to to take part in some of their activities because I think they really have you know they've kind of taken creativity to a whole new level. But in the event that a um, that a, a, a global transporter doesn't exist or I don't think it's been invented, perhaps if I dial into Corinne's uh, Corinne Brunet's session on automation AI and future trends, she might tell me how I can do that. And Karen, which of the sessions are you looking forward to? Yeah, for me, there's a couple of the skills boosters that I'm particularly looking forward to. So the elevator pitch, that's all about being prepared for that unexpected opportunity to sell yourself and exactly what you do. But having something in your back pocket to pull out at any given time. So it's really a play on words. You step in an elevator, you meet your CEO for two minutes. What do you say? How do you introduce yourself? How do you make them really take notice and remember who you are? And I think the other one's quite similarly linked. It's about a personal brand skill booster. So what do you want to be famous for? And what do you want others to associate with you? And I think lots of people don't think about it. So they don't really capitalise on what they're really good at. So I think that setting will be useful to so many people. Claire, back to you. From a practical viewpoint, how easy is it to engage a remote workforce and what tools are you using to overcome this? Well, this is something that we face in, in our communications activities every day, working as part of a global team. That, that you know We've got 20, 20 plus thousand people working in our part of Capgemini and they range from data centres and consultants um, and also people based in client sites. So it means that you know 15 different countries is one thing but many, many, many hundreds of different locations across lots of different time zones so that we need to make sure that when we when we run global events and activities, we run them around a number of times so that our people have an opportunity to get involved regardless of where they are located in the world and at a reasonable hour. We don't want people dialing in in the middle of the night. We make sure that there's replay facilities for people to listen into if they're not able to dial in live, if, if work gets in their way or they may be on holiday. 
Um, but, you know, the technologies that we use using Adobe Connect are all really highly interactive so that, you know, people can get involved and, and engage wherever they are. But because there's also lots of local physical activities and virtual events there, you know, if you're not in, you're not able to dial into one session live or the session gets, you know, booked up pretty quickly, as, as I'm anticipating they will do, you know, the, the, the range of subjects that we've got are topics our employees have told us that are important to them. So we anticipate they'll get booked up pretty quickly. So, you know, the, the physical and virtual events that they've got involved in, in each of the different countries means that really whatever there is that you want to get involved in or learn about or, or do something new, you know, there's plenty of opportunity to get involved. Great. And Karen, from a learning and development perspective, can you tell us a bit more about personal development opportunities for employees at Capgemini and within cloud infrastructure services? And how weeks such as Power of New Week feed into this? Well, we're really fortunate in CIS. I mean, if you look at research, let's take the UK, for example, 56% of employees say that they'd leave their job if their employer didn't offer them good training opportunities. And, and actually, one in three UK employees have actually left their jobs for that very reason. So... I consider we're very fortunate in CIS because on average we invest around 50 hours per person per year and that's above the external benchmark if you're looking at our competitors and, and business as a whole. So I think the power of new weeks, a real good mix of virtual and classroom and as I said earlier, what Claire was just saying, there is something for everyone. But we do know that learners of today prefer to learn in those bite-sized chunks. So I think the Power of New Week offers loads of one-hour webinars. So employees get the chance to link with their leaders and the subject matter experts to learn something new in quite a short space of time. I think the other good thing about it is that we can now reach thousands rather than the hundreds that we did in the past when it was just a pure physical event. So it's given us the opportunity to engage with a much wider audience. And Martin, from a recruitment point of view, how can you harness internal events such as this to recruit the next generation of talent? So how does it let you perhaps advertise Capgemini in a more authentic way? So it, re- it really helps us promote Capgemini and cloud infrastructure services Internally is the first uh, thing. So raising awareness within the organisation about recruitment that's underway. There are there are a number of different channels that can help with. So um, we have referral programmes internally where people can refer like-minded people who I think will be a good fit to the organisation. So it, it always raises awareness of that when we run events and when we promote them internally and we see a spike in referrals it actually helps us as well in engaging our workforce in discussing and participating in events and talking about life at Capgemini so to the external market we're seen as an IT organization we have a positive uh, persona in the market but there's nothing better than having our employees talk to potential future employees about what it really is to be part of Cap Gemini and talk about all the great things the company does and give your view and perspective um, as a professional in the company as to why um, it's such a great place to work. Thanks Martin 
Claire, what are your top tips on making global events like this work with multiple stakeholders, multiple communications requirements and multiple organisers? Well, this is my first time involved in Capgemini's uh, Learning and Engagement Week. Um, But I guess the principles are the same regardless of which organisation you've worked in and supported when you're doing a global event like this. And I think when you've got people in different teams um, all working as as effectively as one extended team um, towards a common goal, communicating with people and providing people with as much support as is humanly possible is critical. Um, you know, making things as easy as possible. So where we can, we've templated our materials, we've templated invitations, we've templated um, social, some of our social media activities that people can get involved with uh, from a communications perspective. We have templated some presentation styles. So, so that everything has a similar look and feel so that we're, you know, for our employees in Cloud Infra, they're going to receive a consistent experience wherever they're located. But from a communications perspective, making sure people are as well prepared in advance as is, as is humanly possible is, is critical to me. And, you know, we've got a briefing call next week with our comms guys to make sure that you know, they, they know when to invite people, how to communicate with people and that everybody's doing everything in a consistent manner. So um, so that our employees are as clear and, as, uh, and, and, get, and get the best possible experience that they possibly can. So uh, from my from my perspective, making sure the team in the background are as, as, as supported and as well communicated and as well briefed as we possibly can make it so that the end user has the best possible experience. And Karen, you've been involved in these learning weeks for a number of years now. What success stories have you got from previous years that maybe you've brought into this year to make it more successful? Well, I think it, it's growing year on year. So as I said, it used to be a physical event. We then moved on to a more virtual event. The f- Last year, we brought in physical and virtual. And I think each year, we're getting more and more people engaged physically or virtually and the numbers are growing we reached around 5,000 last year but not only the numbers but the feedback on the events is getting better and better so um, I I think that we try to do something new every single year uh, and that helps to keep it fresh I think uh, that the success of the week is growing and we can tell that by the number of people every year that wants to get engaged. And Martin, do you have a view on this? So I think there are a number of successes. And, you know, being able to, I'm always amazed by the amount of talent there is out in the market. Um, so our pilot that ran towards the end of last year in India, we had over a thousand um, top female talent attend a weekend events and drives in three or four cities uh, which was absolutely blew away our expectations and we recruited a a good 150 to 200 from that uh, it also led to follow-on discussions and follow-on um, applications i think poland was a great example working with Mum's working IT, so we had an event where I talked about earlier about the crash and having people bring their children along and come and see what it's like in terms of location, organisation and what it feels like to work for Capgemini. Thanks, Martin. OK, so a couple of more general quickfire questions now. 
Karen, starting with you, the power of new is all about embracing something new. When was the last time you did something new and what was it? Actually, I'd say last week, a new concept for us in CIS is to hold learning festivals rather than just learning events. So uh, the difference between the two is that the festivals really celebrate the achievements of those that are going through a learning program rather than just delivering the learning itself and just changing that emphasis of what we've got together for with the focus on the employee rather on purely on the learning or the certification. It made a massive difference. So people came away feeling really valued and special. They were excited about the event you know, it really felt more about a celebration of their achievements rather than just giving them something, a certificate or a learning event. And, you know, it really was a great success and it's something we'll definitely be doing more of going forward. Great answer. And Martin, same question to you. When was the last time you did something new? So a couple of weekends ago, I went off on a mountain bike ride with my wife, um, I, I've got a mountain bike and I generally drive ride it on roads, but we went off piste as it were. My wife hired an electric bike and that was uh, that was interesting. It, it was new, interesting and fun and I felt it for a few days after. <laughs> so next question, what invention do you wish you'd come up with and why? It could be anything big or small. Karen, to you. Well, you know, Claire's touched on it twice just during this brief conversation but I've always said I'd love to invent a time machine I, I, I you know it'd be great to flip backwards and forwards to enjoy the best of every decade I'd love to go back to the 60s and be you know in my 20s a hippie enjoying that phase but you know we say it's impossible to invent a time machine but never say never because look at the things we're doing now with artificial intelligence that would have at one time seemed like magic so you never know maybe not in my lifetime but in the future it could happen and what piece of tech can you not live without Claire to you yeah for me it would be my sat nav um my sense of direction is shockingly bad shocking so I do need somebody telling me where to go and, and all the rest of it and which turning to take. So uh, for me, it would be if, if, um, if I ever, my sat-nav ever broke, then nobody would see me because I just <laughs> wouldn't go anywhere. <laughs> and finally, Martin, for you, in three words, why does CIS rock? Team spirit is a good one. So I, I have a great team around me. I have a great community of people. So I think team spirit, boldness, professionalism and fun so if if you've got all those in good measure then you have a great life thanks all great talking with you